not cleaning up the dookie stains in the toilet. Yeah. Just, it's the one thing or the other, you know. So, but anyways, that brings me to the special item of this episode, bruh. Dookie? No, Rubik's Cube. No. <laughs> I got you a new Rubik's Cube. Oh my god, that's sick, actually. What the hell? That is the first ever p- official casting couch gift, bro. Oh my god. Thank you, dude. Yeah, bro, I got you. It was like $7 at Walmart. I was like, why the fuck not? Imagine I take it out and you fucking turn the corners again. <laughs> it's casting couch. We'll have so much fun. It's the casting couch. The party's just begun. We'll have ups and downs. We've had prudes and clowns. But none of that is gonna keep us down. Cause it's the casting couch. Oh yeah! What's up, fucks? Welcome to episode six, season two of Casting Couch. Today I'm joined with the homie. Now this is gonna be a tough one, bro, because I don't usually call you by your real name, but I'm with the homie Taylor. What's up, bro? What's going on? How's it going? How you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Uh, I don't fucking know why, but I call this fool Darnell. Don't know why. Have been doing it for years. Uh, so I'm probably just going to keep doing that, bro, because I don't know. So how do you feel when I call you your real name? Taylor. How does that feel? Hey, Taylor. It honestly doesn't feel right at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just been so long that it it, it was something else before Darnell, too. It was Daryl. Yeah, it's it's like never been Taylor. We don't call each other by our actual names, I feel like. It's mostly just nicknames at this point. Like, what do you What do you call me, though? You call me my real name, though, right? Yeah, I call you Danique. Oh, sometimes. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> down. <Ow. laughs> oh, my God. I just knocked the fuck out of my tooth with the microphone. Anyways, fucks, welcome to the show. Um, Damn, this is weird. All of my roommates are just <laughs> chilling in the kitchen, but whatever. The show goes on. So, uh... Let's uh let's talk about beats and music, bro, because recently I went over to the homie Max's house, or no also known as Mook, and Mook was in an episode. He was on season one, episode three, I believe. Uh so yeah, you've been getting into like making beats and music and shit. Tell me about that. Uh yeah. So it's been a couple months now. Shout out to Max actually. He's letting me use his FL studio and he taught me how to make beats and everything. So yeah, shout out to Max. But shout out to Max. Yeah. It's just been a couple months now. Just you know, every every now and then, whenever I have the time after work and stuff. Just needed like a creative outlet. You know what I mean? So Yeah. What were you doing for a creative outlet before that? Did you have nothing and you were kinda like backing up? having like those creative wet dreams so to say yeah yeah definitely i've had thoughts of doing a lot of stuff like because where i work um there's a lot of like creativity and um so yeah i've thought about like starting clothing brands i did with the homie actually for a second we were doing screen printing and stuff but yeah so i've gone through a few different things but i settled on making beats so well, where do you work now? Tell me about that. I work at Hard Jewelry. Uh, it's a streetwear brand, jewelry brand, all sorts of stuff. Um, 500K flipping followers on Instagram, <laughs> dude. Yeah, check it out on Instagram, Hard Jewelry. Uh, and you said there's like, there's like, it's a small ass company. There's like 20 people. Yeah, it's like 20, 25 people total. Um, it's local uh, in Ogden. And it's not even like a storefront. It's just online. So. And what do you do there? 
uh, I'm the lead of inventory, so I just count shit and yeah, make sure everything's good. How do you like doing that? It's all right. It's not something that I ever expected to be doing, to be honest, because I hated math. That was like my worst subject, and I do like a lot of math at work. So, what kind of math? Like simple shit, just like multiplication type shit, or like you out here doing like calculus on these fucking pieces of jewelry? Nah, it's mostly just simple shit. We have like some equations that we have to use when we're uh like doing certain things on the website because we'll have different product pages for uh like pendants with chains and pendants without chains so you have to learn an equation to learn how to allocate the correct quantity to each product page and still have some stock left over dude what that sounds like a lot of math actually low-key what the fuck yeah it's pretty simple once you get it down Hmm. interesting so overall it's a it's a dope work environment though yeah definitely everybody there is cool we're all friends um with it being a small company, it's like, yeah, everybody knows each other, so it's super cool. That's pretty chill, bro. It's like some startup, like, Zuckerberg-type vibes, <laughs> Loki. Straight up. Very cool, bro. Uh, all right. Um, so, when the fuck did we meet, bro? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. When I was writing down this question, I was like, Shh, I don't fucking know. Do you know, because I don't re- really remember, like, a first time like because low-key what i think it is uh we we went to elementary together right and mm-hmm. junior high together so we've known each other for a long ass time i don't think we were really like friends friends though until maybe what what would you say maybe like fifth grade some yeah. shit like that yeah because fifth grade was mrs woods that i had and that was when we did the six guys the six guys <laughs> yeah. that's on here too bro we'll, we'll get back to that we'll get back to that so I, I think I just remember you always just, like, being around, just, like, one of the, the kids that I see, kind of like the, the other Daniel, the Mexican Daniel that had a mustache in, like, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't really – I wasn't really ever homies with him, but I just remember him being around. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of how you and I were for a fat minute. We just kind of knew each other existed, but we didn't really become friends till like, fifth grade, sixth grade type shit. Yeah, I think it was, like – uh, like Max and Lane, there were there was like something there. I think it was Lane or something. I was friends with one of them, and so I'd be out here, and you guys would all just be hanging out together. So it was one of those deals where it was like mutual friends. Just like yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Um, uh, what do you rem- do? You have any early memories of us that come to mind? Uh, what we were talking about the other day, just like you always being the one that gets in trouble for shit in elementary school yeah i remember that as well uh so me and darnell here actually we we did a podcast back in like ninth grade it was me darnell uh goob goob might get on a future episode and also uh gan gan might also get on a future episode all of us made a podcast together way back in like ninth grade uh, but oh my god like listening back to that shit it's currently privated on my youtube channel so that shit still exists but god damn it nobody's gonna see that it's pretty brutal it's pretty rough to listen to but we also mentioned in that like yeah bro fucking daniel used to get in trouble for everything in elementary school why the fuck do you think that was bro like and i'm trying to think of like can you think of any specific examples any stories uh the reason why i feel like you took the shit is because 
everybody kind of blamed it on you because <laughs> we assume that you would probably like have it best if you got in trouble with your parents other than us what yeah how that's how i looked at it really yeah bruh what you thought my parents would go easy on me yeah why did you think that i don't they they seemed more like chill with shit with like i don't know basic stuff like swearing and stuff oh you like, know what that's kind of true that's kind of fair i did used to swear a lot i started swearing at a very early age and mm-hmm. it's because my parents they're from russia so they don't really understand swear words that much so they don't when i was saying shit like that around them they didn't really understand how bad it was you know yeah so that's fair when it came to like simple shit like that bro like swearing or whatever then yeah my parents were kind of like what they would you know it wasn't really that big of a deal but (laughs) but yeah that's that's why i think everything got put on you was because everybody just kind of thought you'd have it the easiest hmm that's interesting i kind of want to ask goob and i'm gonna gan didn't go to elementary with us though but i'm gonna ask goob what why he thinks that was the case uh if i get him on an episode Mm -hmm. uh i remember um fucking i remember getting like suspended or something in like fifth or sixth grade but they didn't do like normal suspension for some reason they didn't like they didn't like kick you out of school for a few days because that would have been sick they did this thing called in-school suspension where, like, they would make you come in and, like, fucking wipe tables in the lunchroom or, like, clean, like, some computer monitors or some shit, you know? That's horrible. I never had to do that. Uh, but I remember one, the first time I did it, I had to, yeah, and you do it on Fridays because we get out early on Fridays, mm-hmm. and you do it until normal school time you get out. And I think the reason they did that was because they would still have teachers there. To be able to watch you because they don't yeah. they go home normal time right that makes sense yeah. yeah that makes sense but i i yeah i remember the first time i did it i was in the lunchroom just cleaning tables that shit sucked i remember i was doing it with some really nerdy kid who was annoying the fuck out of me and uh and i told him to like put a fork in a wall outlet or something <laughs> no wait no you know what it was i told him to like there's something like that i told him to like because we were like cleaning with like uh like rags dipped in like a bucket of water or some shit i was like yo you should go like ring that out on top of an outlet then put your finger on it or some (laughs) shit like that and then the kid got hella mad and he because i guess he wasn't a dumbass so then like the teacher whoever came back and she he was like this kid's trying to kill me (laughs) and i was like come on bro it's not that deep and she was like she kind of just didn't listen to him because he was annoying (laughs) and she was just like no he's not you're just cleaning tables he's not trying to kill you and i was like yeah right i'm not trying to kill you (laughs) fuck you (laughs) damn bro i was kind of a fucking asshole bro no cap (laughs) Bro, but he was so annoying in my fucking defense, bro. And I had to sit there cleaning tables with him for like two hours. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, that's true. You got to fuck with them a little bit. A little bit, <laughs> bro. Just like a little bit, you know? It don't hurt anybody. It's good for you at the end of the day. Yeah, especially being in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Loki, what do you think about like, I don't know. You ever heard someone like bullying builds character? I don't know. I feel like there's better ways to do it, but it's like, like it's true to an extent, but I I don't think it's the way to do it. Bullying is a harsh word. Yeah. It's a harsh word because it's like, I don't know, when when I hear the word bullying, I think it's like systematic type shit. It's yeah. like on a consistent basis. It's for the intention of like fucking hurting this kid's yeah. feelings, right? So maybe bullying isn't the answer, but like, I feel like a little bit of like 
getting roasted by the homies that shit's really important mm-hmm. at, at least in like a in a man's upbringing low key looking back like if you don't learn to like laugh at yourself and shit like that or like you know be able to make fun of yourself i feel like you're in trouble you know mm-hmm. yeah i think that's kind of part of the reason why we do it too it's just because you gotta get comfortable with like giving shit and getting shit back too you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's a give and take for sure mm-hmm. like you gotta be able to yeah yeah that's true that's very true bro yeah and uh i don't know bro it's kind of getting more and more difficult though as time goes on in like modern society and shit because everyone's like no bullying yeah. it's like i feel like sometimes people nowadays are quick to be like that's bullying when in reality it's like nah bro we're just playing a little bit of grab ass you know what I'm yeah saying? a little bit of verbal judo yeah i feel like that also could be like almost just either like cultural or like geographical because if you go to new york i feel like everybody there is like they don't give a fuck like they're they're kind of rude to each other they're very straightforward you know what i mean they don't sugarcoat shit so i wonder why that is i actually never thought about it like that bro i think you're right because yeah yeah, you're right people in like new york city for example are like very blunt very Mm -hmm. honest you know like very cut the bullshit but uh as opposed to like people in utah what do you think people in utah are like kind of like i don't know bro because i remember growing up in a time where everybody was mormon everybody Mm -hmm. all of the our friend group bro our friend group was like the only kids in the school who were not mormon and there was like six of us yeah like not that many it was like me you goob evan anthony like jesse no did jesse go to our elementary i don't think so he went to our junior high i think for a little bit anyways small ass group of kids i do do you have any like really early memories of like low-key being hated on by some mormon kids or nah yeah i feel like living in utah as a child who's not mormon there's like yeah there's definitely this feeling of like you're not you're not like everybody else you're not normal yeah for sure and that they'll kind of like i don't know i didn't experience like straight up people were like telling me i'm weird because i'm not mormon but you can kind of tell they kind of have a weird attitude it was like the microaggression type shit yeah i feel you bro i remember this one kid ryan i was friends with in like first grade we were kicking it and shit and then one day he was like which church do you go to i'm like oh i'm not mormon bro and he was like oh what and then the next day he came back to school and he was like yeah i told my parents that i have a friend that's not mormon they said i can't be friends with you yeah no it straight up is like that so yeah it's kind of weird i think shit's gotten a little better though over over the years shit has definitely gotten a lot better but uh when we were in elementary that shit was pretty rough i'm not gonna lie like straight up late 2000s that shit was pretty rough Mm -hmm. yeah but i feel like with people moving in to utah right now that'll kind of help it to be honest oh yeah utah's market is fucked everybody's coming here right now and it's like why (laughs) why (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's not that cool bro it's really not you know what's cool the mountains and shit the geography dope as fuck yeah no it's outdoors, beautiful yeah it's beautiful as shit but like other than that shit's boring yeah bars close at 1 a.m because of <laughs> fucked up liquor laws utah has the most strict liquor laws in the state or not in the state in the country yeah the most strict you cannot buy liquor after 1 a.m uh fucking they've got the whole shot rule you can only have one shot out at the bar you're only allowed to have one drink or like one ounce of liquor at a time and like if you try to order a double they're like yeah we can't do that unless you have another person with you or you have to take one and then they'll give you the next one yeah or like i remember uh 
fucking Gan ordered a like another drink at, before he finished his, and then the the bartender girl had to be like, hey, "I have to hold this till you're done." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, bro! Like so stupid, bro." It's pointless too. Like, yeah, what what is that accomplishing? What are you accomplishing? <laughs> Nothing, bro. I'm just gonna pound this shit and then buy another one. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, you're not stopping me. You're not changing <laughs> anything, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, bro, that shit's dumb. But uh, the six guys, bro. What do you remember about that? <laughs> Tell us about that. I remember. I think we practiced one time. I think we went. Well, to, for those who don't know what it, what what was the six guys? Okay, bro? Yeah, what was the, the phenomenon? The six guys. Uh, all right. So it was originally the five guys, uh, but it was just a a boy band. That's what I'll call it, a boy band. Dude, no. It was less than that, bro. We, there was a talent show in fifth grade. We had a homie that played piano. Because every fucking Mormon kid plays piano for yeah, some reason. straight it's up. It's the weirdest shit. Weirdest shit. It's, it, I mean, it's cool. There's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with playing piano. I fuck with the piano. I play a little bit myself. But, like, every Mormon kid played the piano. It's like a fucking... It was like a required thing. It was like a requirement, low key. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was normal to have a piano in your house for a while because all the little Mormon kids, yeah, like Every, always had a piano. All of them, all of them. Mm-hmm. In like that, you know how like you walk into their house and there's that little that little room, <laughs> yeah. And there's always the uh-huh. piano right it's there. A, right as you walk in, there's a little like office room, and it'll have the piano. Yep, yep, yep. Just just Utah things, bro. Straight no, up, nobody else in the country <laughs> will understand this shit. But this shit is very real, bro. I, I really want to get like a return missionary on the podcast. That would be sick, actually. I think that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Just really like asking him some deep ass questions. I do know a return missionary uh, who's actually pretty chill. So I don't, I, I kind of want to get like a really, really Mormon kid on here. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Like a current missionary? Yeah. Like some missionaries <laughs> come to my door. I'm like, yo, y'all want to get on a podcast right now? They'd, they'd probably say no. But. I was gonna say, I feel like there's like rules about that. Yeah, they'd probably say no. For yeah, sure, but I still want to try. That'd be pretty sick. Uh, so yeah, the the six guys. Sorry, keep getting fucking sidetracked. My bad. <laughs> six guys. Uh, so there was a talent show in fifth grade. We knew this kid that played piano. Of course, probably like three or four of the kids <laughs> in the six guys played the piano. Yeah, all the Mormon ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't even know how this shit came to be. We were just like, I don't. I don't even know, bro. I guess one kid was like, yo, I know how to play this fucking pink song on the piano. Y'all want to sing it at the town show? And we were like, yeah, fuck yeah, I guess. I Here's a part that's confusing me, though. It was a thing before we got offered the the performance at the assembly. Was it? Yeah, because they came to us. They pulled us out of class. And like I saw you when we were walking down to the office. And I was like, oh, shit, Like, what's going on? Because both me and you got called down. No, that was after. What do you mean? That was that was a year after the six guys. Oh, was it? I'm pretty sure that sixth grade performance. Wait, no, there was no sixth grade performance. I think the six guys was fifth grade, Mm. and then I think. Wait, no, I'm tripping. Because I remember Mrs. Wood brought just me and you into like a meeting into like a small weird room <laughs> yeah. for some reason yeah i remember that and i remember she was like so what's up with you guys like what's going on y'all beefing yeah <laughs> and, we're, and i feel like we weren't i was like no uh-huh. i don't even know bro but i think it was sixth grade because you were you had mrs wood fifth grade mm-hmm. right because i i think it was when we weren't in the same class anymore or yeah so i think it was the next year yeah mrs wood i don't know bro but yeah, I, I don't know how it formed originally. Mm-mm. I really don't. Don't know. 
but we were a one-hit wonder for sure. We didn't write any music, though. We just sang, just give me a reason, just a little business. You remember that shit? Yeah, in Gangnam style. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> bro. Oh, my God. And th- so we we sang that song while while the homie Wyatt played the piano. And then uh, and then after that, we did like a chore- like a choreographed dance to like Gangnam style. Yeah. So it was 2012, I guess, when this shit happened. Mm-hmm. Pretty cringe, man. Pretty painful. Yeah. It was sick as hell at the time, though. We got hella, like, <laughs> fifth grade pussy, though, for sure. <laughs> I mean, definitely didn't have sex, but we definitely got a lot of, like, oh, my God, you guys, eh, like, eh. Yeah, they, like, chased us around and shit. Not really. That's what you do back then. Yeah? Yeah. Did you get chased around for that? Yeah. Really? No. Yeah, I don't think I did. <laughs> I think it was, like, the extent of it was, like, some girl was, like, Hey, that was cool that you guys did that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's oh. that was it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, I guess that's the six guys right there. Crazy, crazy. How so that was 2012? That was uh, 11 years ago. How does that feel? How does that number feel? Not like that. That's honestly something that's been like worrying me recently. Yeah. <laughs> Time goes by so fast now, bro. It's like it's kind of scary. Tell me more about that. What when do you notice it? Are you sexually active? I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, just tell me more about that. Uh, yeah, it'll just be randomly. Like the other day, I just thought like, I thought it was June, but it's not. No, dude, you know, a low key, I feel you on that. Yeah. I feel like during the summertime. Yeah. Or like just when weather's nice and when I'm generally kind of happy, mm-hmm. time be going by a little too quick. Yeah. But here's here's something that'll make you a little feel a little better summer has only been officially going on for three weeks so we still got we still got like two plus months Mm. of summer left but then i just think we're in the seventh month of 2023 already Mm -hmm. and 2024 doesn't seem even real to me at this point that is so strange but yeah what 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 happens that makes you feel like oh geez time's going by too quick like you just like think back to memories and shit or what no the other day i was at work and i just like remembered that i was gonna die like at some point and i just i guess i haven't really like processed that and thought about it ever like super deep but i was at work and it just never been baked as fuck thinking about the fact that you're gonna die someday i have but this was just like different like i just like really really thought about it and i was like oh my god like i need to like go do stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna be here forever i gotta go do shit no bro that's true that's very true yeah i feel like uh i don't i'm not sure when i really realized my own mortality but i remember it was pretty young i remember being like 10 some shit like that Mm -hmm. and just like crying to my mom one day and i was like i'm gonna die one day and she was like yo why are you thinking about that why are you think about (laughs) this there's no reason for this you know but uh but I don't know it kind of it's like it's kind of a recurring theme. I definitely think about my own mortality like probably more often than a 21 year old should. Oh yeah, 100%. I, I wrote a song about it, bro, just cuz like, I don't know. It's called The Book of Life. The Book of Life. <laughs> Are you dropping that? Yeah, it's probably going to drop, yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty Hell cool. Yeah. But uh yeah, bro, um uh, you ever had like a crisis, like an existential crisis, quarter life crisis, anything like that? Mm, I don't know. I I'd, guess you could kind of classify 
that as like a quarter life crisis just realizing i'm gonna die and like realizing i gotta go do stuff mm-hmm. like soon because i'm getting older did you ever have a weird crisis when you turned 20 how'd you feel when you turned 20 yeah that was kind of the start of all this was like i turned 20 and i was just like i don't like that it's weird i look back at when i was like 12 13 like thinking about when i'm gonna be this age and now i'm here and it's mm-hmm. just yeah i don't like it it's kind of bittersweet in my opinion because it is a really dope age to be being yeah. in your 20s dope as fuck way better than like being in high school still being in junior high still oh yeah it's dope as fuck but i don't know it is just kind of like a reality check it's like hey bro clock's ticking mm-hmm. shit's moving so you know don't be a dumbass don't like do nothing with your life you know yeah when you're in school they just kind of keep you distracted the whole time you've got other shit to worry about and so you don't think about stuff like that but then you graduate and you have too much time to think about shit like that (laughs) yeah Yeah, low-key bro yeah i remember when i turned 20 i had like a a little bit of a crisis bro you ever had like a panic attack before yeah yeah i remember did you ever feel like you were gonna like die while it was happening yeah that's that's how i describe my panic attacks is like I, like, get short of breath, and then I literally feel like I'm going to die. Like, I have that thought for a second, and then, like, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, so I kind of relate to that. When I, I've only had probably, like, two panic attacks in my life. One of them was on my 20th birthday. Uh, I was high as fuck. (laughs) I went to Rancherito's, got a burrito, and I was, it was, like, it was, like, 2 a.m. or some shit, and I was sitting there eating it, looking into it, and I was, like, yo, I'm 20 now. Uh, Like, uh, clock's ticking, bro, like the i don't know like i've been waiting to be in my 20s like my whole life looking forward to that shit it's finally here no more time to waste and i was just kind of sitting there looking into my burrito and then my fucking heart started pounding i could barely breathe and i was like yo am i finna die right now like what it was crazy it was really crazy but uh, yeah i don't like that shit no it was awful it was awful as fuck but i don't know bro it's kind of like looking back it was like what was all of that even for like i don't understand why i was freaking the fuck out like I don't know. I I don't know, bro. I just kind of feel like death is kind of like it doesn't really I don't know. I feel like I've been dealing with the reality that we're all going to die one day and I I think about it like honestly constantly, bro. Like honestly, I'm constantly reminded like death is a promise when we're born. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, you ever like notice it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a being or like an animal or anything dying, but like shit dies in your life all the time. Death occurs all the time. You grieve shit all the time, you know? Like when you get a new car, like, you're grieving the loss of your car. That shit is, like, dying in, mm-hmm. a, in a sense. Or you get a new job. I recently have been do- dealing with that, bro. Like, I quit my job, like, three weeks ago. I'm starting a new one on Monday. Ayo! It's going to be sick. kind of nervous, uh, but it's going to be dope. But anyways, I just, like, I don't know. I've been, like, grieving the loss of my old job because I used to really love it, bro. I, I really did. I was working with the troubled teens and shit. The kids were dope as fuck, but... It got to a point where I was like, I know it's time to move on, blah, blah, blah. Like, these kids are just fucking stressing me out now. It's like, I feel like I'm doing not as much, like, I feel like it's doing more bad than it is good to me at this point. You know, that's kind of why I left, but. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I, when you first told me you had that job, I was, like, surprised. I remember you asked me, you were like, I, I was telling you, like, a couple stories. Like, yeah, this one kid, like, tried to do some shit, blah, blah, blah. And you were like damn bro you ever like worry like you're gonna like get ptsd or some shit or like it's fucking with you Mm -hmm. and i was like 
I mean, no, nah, not really. I mean, like, I don't know. It probably is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end, it was definitely fucking with me, bro. I was having dr- hella dreams about the kids and just, like, weird shit happening to them. And just, like, it started to mentally fuck with me a lot towards the end. But, you know, all good things come to an end. Things have their time. Shit like that, you know? Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that pulled me out of, like, constantly having those thoughts about dying and my mortality and stuff is just realizing that life really wouldn't have any meaning if you didn't die you know it's like or if nothing died it's like then what the fuck that doesn't even make sense because there's not enough there's not enough space for everything to not die yeah that's just that's just how shit works you can't change it so you know how i think about it you know like in minecraft you got like the nine inventory slots like the hot bar Mm mm-hmm it's kind of like that, bro. Like, when you need something else, something's got to die in order to, like, come back onto the... You know what I'm saying? That's you true, only got You only got a finite amount of space in your life or, like, mentally or in your heart or whatever for shit in your life. And when it's time for, like, some new shit to come in, you got to get get rid of some old shit. You yeah, know? sometimes the pickaxe got to break, bro. The pickaxe got to break, mm-hmm. bro. And that's life. Straight up. Life and death, they're two sides of the same coin, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be life without death. Exactly. Wouldn't be death without life. Mm-hmm. It's it's all the same shit. Kind of like how love and heartbreak are one and the same. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you can love someone for sure, but like one day you're going to die, one day they're going to die, or one day y'all are going to split up. Like Something's going to happen. You're not going to be together because like, this human lifetime is not infinite. So it's like life and death, two sides of the same coin. Heartbreak and loves, two sides of the same coin, bro. 100%, dude. And that's life, bro. It's just balance, you know? It's just like highs and lows, yin and yang, shit like that. Straight up. Everything's got to stay balanced because if it's not balanced, it's like doesn't even make sense. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and I used to be super caught up on, you know, appreciating the good when it's good and trying not to dwell on the bad stuff when it's bad. Um, But I think that you need to learn how to appreciate the good and the bad. You know what I mean? It's got to be... You just got to appreciate it all. You know, don't, don't sit there and dwell on the bad and, like, try to appreciate the good as much as possible just appreciate everything appreciate the fact that you're here and that you can even feel those emotions to begin with no you're totally right bro you're totally right but i mean like i'm not gonna sit here and, like if my dog dies i'm not be like fuck yeah you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. it, it's all about 100%. like it's more so like in my opinion it's like you don't have to like love the hard times and like when you're fucking really going through it and you're depressed and you don't fucking know why and shit like that and you're just Mm -hmm. like god damn it why can't i just fucking be happy with the fuck i don't know you kind of just got to realize like well you know this is gonna get spiritual but it's like you know this is all happening for a reason man you know the universe has plans you know what i'm saying you Mm -hmm. gotta go through this hard time to appreciate the good times bro and you're gonna be so much stronger when you go all the way through it man you see the light at the end of the tunnel you're gonna be a new person and you're gonna be so grateful. Yeah, dude, my ear just started ringing. Bro. That, was, <laughs> that was deep. Yeah, you reached a different frequency, bro. I did, bro. I just leveled up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. Holy shit! But do you agree with that, though? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely see why you say that. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just 
it really just comes down to like it is how it is if if it's something that you can't control there's no point in wasting time and energy on worrying about that yeah facts and i mean it's way easier said than done of course yeah, for sure it's really hard not to like worry about shit that's completely out of your control but mm-hmm. i feel like once you are able to do that if you like master that skill of like not worrying about shit that you literally don't control man life's gonna be great for you straight up good as fuck god damn yeah definitely but it takes practice you know i'm working on that shit every day like you know i'm like stressing about certain things about my new job and then i like i take a moment bro literally today some cool shit happened i was really stressing i was driving back to my house to get ready to film this and uh because i was visiting the homegirl lizzie i talk about lizzie in every fucking episode bro lizzie get on the goddamn podcast (laughs) anyways um also all the kids at my old job lizzie still works there Mm -hmm. so they know about her yeah yeah i said lizzie yeah fuck off all right get over it (laughs) anyways (laughs) um uh, i don't even know what that was about bro like (laughs) (laughs) didn't even make sense bro the kids love lizzie so it don't matter anyways um yeah i was driving back from her house to my house and uh i was sitting there in my car i was just stressing bro i was just like you know the the heart was pounding and i was like why you know that feeling of like when you're kind of like i don't like resistance when you're kind of like resisting certain emotions yeah that feeling of like inner like tension and you're just like being pulled in different directions and you're like the fuck going Mm -hmm. on in miami (laughs) bro you know what i'm saying yeah definitely (laughs) i was going through that and I don't know why. I don't know what I was resisting or what I was freaking out about. But I was just sitting there, like, stressing about my new job. And, like, oh, is this going to fucking be like this? Or, like, am I going to have to, uh, uh, Like, and I was just, like, <laughs> and then fucking I look in front of me. And there was a big-ass billboard. And it said, everything is going to be okay. And I was, like, damn, bro. I really needed that shit. Thank you. Holy shit. That was nice. I feel like I've seen that billboard before. Is it on 89? Yeah. Going south? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say everything is going to be okay. It says everything is going tibia okay. Because it's like a pun. Like yeah. Like a medical pun. Yeah, yeah. And it's got like a little... Uh, like, like an like, x-ray like, of a tibia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah, and I, I, it didn't exactly say everything is going to be okay. But, like, that was the message, right? Yeah. So that's that's how I took it. And that's what you needed at that moment. That is exactly what I needed. And we were talking about this a few days ago. Do you mm-hmm. ever just, like, be stressing about some bullshit and then just it, out of nowhere you just hear exactly what the fuck you need to hear and everything's mm-hmm. like, damn, everything's okay. It's a wonderful feeling, too. So much weight, like, off the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Such a wonderful feeling. Literally, like, just retelling that story of seeing that billboard just, like, took so much weight off of me just now. Mm-hmm. Shit was nice. nice. It's like waking up from a nightmare and you realize that it's not real. <clears throat> yeah. You're like, oh, shit, I actually like my life for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. <laughs> it's pretty nice, <laughs> for sure. Or, like, uh, bro, I, get, I, keep getting, I keep getting dreams that I'm still in college, bro. Like, I'll, I'll have dreams that I like, oh, man, I got to get this fucking assignment in, bro. I'm going to get, like, an A- minus in this fucking class. Fuck! And I wake up, and I'm like, dude, I've been graduated for, like, three months. <laughs> <laughs> Life is good. Fuck. But why am I having these stupid-ass dreams? For Don't real. Know. Your brain's telling you something. Yeah, bro. Definitely. Subconscious messages for sure. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of dreams? No. Not really? 
Uh, when I sleep in, I can remember my dreams. But if I wake up like for work at like you know five six a.m., I don't remember my dreams. That's probably just because you low key don't even have enough time to like get into REM, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't sleep very good. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, weed fucks with your ability to have dreams. Yeah, definitely. That's a big part of it. So, uh, do you think if you like went a month without smoking, you'd start having like crazy vivid dreams? Probably. I've heard people have like nightmares. People have like gnarly nightmares. Well, it depends. Depends if you got a lot of shit going on in your mental or mm-hmm. not. Yeah, but I don't know. Some of my dreams were like really scary though, so it's kind of a good thing that I don't remember them. Some of your dreams like before you started smoking regularly or what? Yeah. Yeah, I'd always have a dream that my teeth were falling out, and I mm. hate that feeling so much. I've had that dream before. There's mm-hmm. some sort of meaning behind it. Do you know? I think it's like self-conscious, like you're self-conscious about something, it's mm. something like that. Yeah, that sounds right, bro. We've all had that dream for sure. Mm-hmm. That shit, yeah, that shit sucks, bro. Because like you can damn. feel it in yeah. your mouth, bro, and it's disgusting. I hate that feeling. You're like looking, and you're like, Ew. yeah, I feel like a tooth is loose or something. Uh huh. And like it's like, bro, I had braces for like four years, <laughs> and this shit's just falling out. Like fuck, bro. My parents are gonna be pissed. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Damn, good shit, good shit. All right, uh, I got a question for you. What comes to your mind when I say these two words? Rubik's Cube. (laughs) (laughs) When you turn the fucking corner on my Rubik's Cube, dude. Okay, tell tell us about that. What happened? I think it was junior high. Yeah, it was like seventh or eighth grade, some shit. Yeah, everybody was getting into Rubik's Cubing. Oh, yeah. It was like a huge, like everybody's getting like speed cubes and stuff, so you could like do it faster and shit. Yeah. So I had finally gotten a, a Rubik's Cube, and I let Daniel play with it, and he <laughs> turned the corner on it. So No, I turned like five of them. Yeah, so you can't solve it unless you turn the corner back. There's but. not even five corners. I turned all of them. <laughs> There's four corners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I turned all of them just to fuck with him. I didn't realize that when you did that, it like ruined the Rubik's Cube and like... I mean, like, I, I had seen kids at school who were, like, hella good at it. They'd be flipping corners and shit, and they start solving it, and they're like, oh, this needs to be flipped. And then, uh-huh. yeah, but, like, you you just barely got that, like, yeah. that day. Yeah, if you know what you're doing with it, then you'll know which one's wrong, but I had no fucking idea. So I was mad. I remember, yeah, you were very pissed. And then I remember you were pissed at me for, like, a good, like, six months or something, <laughs> like, a very long time. You remember that? Yeah, it was unforgivable dude but like you you had said like dude it wasn't just a rubik's cube man i was just fed up with you bro and that was the last straw and you know what that's totally fair bro i was a very annoying person for a lot of years and some would still say i i still am annoying but you know like i don't know it's just i don't know bro i think we all had our moments like that at some point in like elementary or junior high we all got fed up with one of the people in the group type shit yeah and i mean everybody is difficult to live with or deal with in some way or another right Mm -hmm. like if it's not turning rubik's cube corners it's like not cleaning up the dookie stains in the toilet (laughs) it's one thing or the other you know so but anyways that brings me to the special item of this episode bruh dookie no, Rubik's Cube. No. <laughs> I got you a new Rubik's Cube. Oh, my God. That's sick, actually. What the hell? That is the first ever p- official casting couch gift, bro. Oh, my God. Thank you, dude. Yeah, bro. I got you. It was like $7 at Walmart. I was like, why the fuck not? 
Imagine I take it out and you fucking turn the corners again. <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn, what the hell? That'd Thank you. Well. Yeah, bro, you're welcome. Let me know if you do. You know how to solve one or no? Um, Did I you? know how to solve one side, and then I know like a couple more steps. But I used to be able to solve it. Well, let me know if you like relearn how to solve it. All right. I will actually. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Uh, activities like Rubik's Cube and like chess and shit like that are really good for like preventing Alzheimer's and shit like that and since you're afraid of dying that's that'd be really good for you that's true yeah sometimes uh, when I'm driving places like to and from work I'll take a different way every now and then because I heard that that helps prevent Alzheimer's as well just like being able to like navigate and shit working on like your mental map type shit uh i don't think it's that i think it's just driving the same drive every day seeing the same thing like every day i don't know something about that is like more likely to for you to develop alzheimer's hmm. yeah that makes sense that's pretty interesting all right i got another question for you uh assuming you will get away with both of these crimes <laughs> would you rather streak through a junior high school or break into five different homes and you can't leave until you locate the biggest TV in the house and successfully steal it. So for the stealing one, do I have to like, <laughs> do I have to be sneaky or can I like, you're saying assuming I'm getting away with it. So could so I run in there? So you're legally getting and... away with it. But you got to also keep in mind, there's a lot of fucking... Everybody in Utah has a gun. Yeah. At least one. That's true. So it's like, you could like just run in there, guns a blazing, bro, but you might get shot. Or you might have to be sneaky about it, wait till the family's not in the house, get in there, take the TV, get out. So it's up to you. Yeah, I'm doing the TVs. I feel like you can't ever come back from streaking through a junior high school. But you get away with it. Yeah, but would people still know that it was me or no? I mean, it's an elementary or a junior high school. <laughs> elementary, that's not good. <laughs> when I was contemplating, when I was trying to figure out this, would you rather? I was like, should I do elementary? No, no, that's fucked up. Not the kids, man. But like, junior if it's high a, is all right. But if it's a junior high, it's like a bunch of like 13-year-olds. They're going to be laughing. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. He's, his dick is out, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. I mean, the girls would probably be pretty scarred, so sorry about that. But uh, Yeah. It's a fucking hypothetical. It's not real. <laughs> Chill out. You're fine. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, being in junior high, being exposed to a grown man. I mean, it's different if you're like, it's different if it's just some dude like streaking though. Just like some dude running and his dick is out. It's kind of funny. Well, Versus like if you get like singled out, that's a yeah. very different story. Yeah, and also I feel like junior high was a time that we would like go on omegle yeah omegle whatever it's called so we were regularly exposing ourselves to strange penises <laughs> on the daily already <laughs> yeah so that, that wouldn't be anything new to us unfortunately <laughs> no nah, like if if you were in junior high and you saw some random grown-ass dude streaking through the school what would you do i'd probably just laugh i'd think uh, yeah I'd, like junior high me would record a video of it mm, yeah, yeah yeah that'd be a valuable video to have in junior high yeah Definitely. Mm-hmm. You'd get a lot of clout for that, yeah, for sure. definitely. <clears throat> Yo, I got his pubes. Check this shit out. <laughs> One of his pubes dropped on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you think Miranda will go to, like, the fucking... You don't even have school dances in junior high. It's weird. Yeah, you don't. No. No, you don't. Anyways, um, so, yeah, which one you picking? The, the TVs? houses. Yeah. Damn. That's so much work, though. What if some fool has, like, a, like, really big TV? 
And then you? I'm getting away with it, and I have a really big TV now. <laughs> what are you going to put it in, your car? You're going to need to borrow, like, someone's truck. Yeah, that's true. I'll steal a truck, too. <laughs> I mean, you could just borrow one. Like, you could throw that into you're, the deal. You're not getting away with the truck stealing, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll borrow one, then. Okay, for sure. I think I'd just streak through a junior high, to be honest. <laughs> that's, that's I just cannot take Cause, that route. No, you were like... um is anyone gonna know you it's like what you'd be hanging out with junior high kids like what <laughs> no i'm saying like if they take a video of it right this was my thought process just wear a shiesty you're not gonna get a job like if people wear know a who shiesty. you are okay if i can wear a shiesty because it says nothing about covering the face it just your dick has to be out <laughs> yeah that that's pretty one and done yeah bro know? it's quick and easy like yeah. one minute two minutes max no like run through a school like run from one entrance to the next exit 40, still, 40 seconds i can't do it still do it in the middle of a I'm fucking thinking, class period i'm thinking about the 13 year old little girls that <laughs> will see that and i don't want to do that to them damn bro i think you're more considerate than i am because i feel like that's just so much easier that's like a funny story but if you were actually the one that like was dick out like exposed to the to those kids then i feel like you'd feel bad yeah for yeah. sure i wouldn't feel as bad for the tvs though because if they got you know nice big tv they can probably get another one but it's like who's who's to say that the value of like a big ass tv is like less than the like the i guess the debt of losing a big ass tv is less than the debt of being 13 and seeing a random dude's ass cheeks in your junior high school. Like, who's to say that? I think here's how you need to go about that question. Imagine you're asking a a father who has like a 13-year-old <laughs> daughter and say, would you rather lose the biggest TV in your house or have a man run through your daughter's junior high school butt naked <laughs> exposed to her? He'd probably say the TV. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm still gonna streak though. <laughs> like you just want to at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I just want to like streak. I guess maybe I gotta go hit up the mall or something. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Damn the mall. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know. Where's a good place to streak? Yeah, yeah. The mall. Uh, it depends if you're trying to get a lot of people to see. Yeah, what's like the. Yeah, what's the motive behind streaking? It's probably like the the number it of depends. people cuz people streak through like football games and shit yeah. like that. It's probably about the number, huh? Yeah. And also like the broadcasting and shit like that. The whole production team has to deal with that shit cuz you can't show like a dick on live NBC football, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I'm curious what they're thinking about when they do that. I should get a streaker on the podcast. Yeah. yeah get a streaker on here. Do you know any? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right uh so what are your thoughts on uh utah being predominantly white and mormon we kind of already touched on this earlier and the follow-up question was like uh like how has that like affected you in your lifetime in like school and shit like that but um yeah bro like what are your thoughts on that the fact that utah is a very not diverse place like how do you feel living here you've lived here your whole life right or did you did you live in California like your first couple years or some yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember living in California, but I was born in Sacramento, and then I moved here when I was like two or three. But it, I see a lot of people saying that Utah is like 
pretty racist actually especially against black people um which <laughs> it's not a good thing um not a good thing you heard it here first <laughs> i i don't know if it's like something with the whole religious thing or if it's just like i don't know what the deal is but you know i have black homies and i've never directly seen them be like racially profiled or have anybody you know throw a slur at them or something but i do have homies that have been called slurs like in utah by some white homies and that shit's dumb um but yeah i don't know i think the predominantly white part has to do with the religious aspect of things and just the fact that mormon people have like nine kids every like every mormon family has like nine kids for some reason (laughs) and so it's just like the white population multiplies so much more yeah it's actually gone down did you know that really yeah from like when we were in like elementary the white population in utah was probably like fucking 80 percent yeah now it's down to probably like i don't know 70 i don't know still really fucking high yeah in elementary school there was like two black kids in my elementary school yeah um but uh when i went to clearfield high school when i got to high school that was actually a more diverse school um which was cool i enjoyed it more than the other schools for that reason because it wasn't just all like white kids all mormon white kids yeah that's true and for people who don't know like the history of utah like y'all y'all need to look into this shit the whole brigham young the whole fucking joseph smith mormon shit joseph smith got like murked by a bunch of dudes because he was fucking their wives and then uh Brigham Young like brought all these people they settled in Utah all that shit so this whole state was founded in Mormonism <clears throat> and Mormons f- thought it was like bad or wrong to not be white until like 1980 so i mean of course Utah is going to be predominantly white it was founded by only white people like i don't even think they fucked with like Mexicans at the time like i think they were mm-hmm. like uh uh-uh. uh white or nah like you know yeah straight up so yeah, it, it's got a crazy history, and, like, Utah's old. It's, like, a 200-year-old state, so it's, like, I don't know, bro. Like, is there really – it's a generational issue, so it's going to take a long time for shit to, like – do you think Utah will ever be, like, a normal place, like, in a 1,000 years? Do you think – I mean, probably, right? It's a long-ass time. Yeah, I think with how the way that stuff has been going recently, people are becoming more open-minded, which is cool. Um But I just feel like the tough part when it comes to religion is a lot of the kids, especially in this state, are, like, raised Mormon and are, like, heavily involved in the church, like, as soon as they can. Yeah, as soon as they can walk and talk, like, they're going to church and they're doing church activities. And so it's hard for you to grow up and reach an age where you can think for yourself and have to, like, look back and reflect and be like, is this actually who I am? Is this what I believe? So, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say. Mm. I remember, I remember I used to like try to convince Mormon kids to like leave the church in like junior high. I'd be like, 
Open your fucking eyes, people. This random fucking guy found a plate of gold and translated it into the Book of Mormon. What? Are you fucking serious? And then I was like, and then I, I reminded them, apparently there's a story that like some local people didn't believe Joseph Smith. So they like stole the book. And then, uh, and then they were like, oh, the book is gone. I guess you still have those gold plates though, right? You can write it. You could just write it again, right? And he was like, yeah, I can. And then he wrote it and it was like slightly different. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was like, he was just like trying to remember what the fuck he wrote. You know? He's like, oh shit, what did I say? Yeah, I might get a lot of fucking hate from the Mormon audience. I don't think any Mormons are listening to this though. No. So I might get a lot of hate, bro. But like, I remember in junior high, I was like, open your fucking eyes. <laughs> and then uh i remember i got a couple of kids to like actually like really question that shit i remember yeah. one time these two kids were like these two mormon kids were like oh my god he might be right and then this other kid was like no no don't listen to him he's wrong he's just trying to tear us apart i was like man <laughs> oh god it was pretty funny though it's pretty fucking funny bro you know what i just remembered uh. i can't believe i didn't write this down you remember french class Oh god! Yeah, all three years of it. We took three years of French, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, baby. You remember any French? No. What do you remember? You remember nothing? Literally uh, nothing. I remember avec means like with yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, and like you know bonjour, uh, je m'appelle. Yeah. And like como tu t'appelles? Oh, okay, okay. Like what's your name? What's my name? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Un deux trois yeah basic shit but like that's about it i feel like i could still count to like 30 in french for some reason i can get to like 10 and that's it let's do it un deux trois quatre cinq six sept huit neuf dix onze douze treize quatorze quinze dix Says dix neuf dix sept dix huit dix neuf vingt vingt et un Anyway. 21. 22, 23. Bruh, fucking French people. Why you all talk with your throat? Yeah, why are you doing that? That's why I'm learning Spanish now instead of French, bro. Fuck the goddamn French. True. Stupid American talk. That was, you. like, stupid as fuck of us. If we took Spanish, we would have actually, like, used it. Yeah, we've gotten way more clout with, like, the bad Latina bitches, <laughs> bro. <laughs> we would have hella used that shit. It would have uh, been so much more useful. Instead, we got waffles once a year. Hey, those were fire, though. Bro, I actually went to Bruges not too long ago. The Bruges is Belgian waffles, and they came to our school like every year for the French class. Mm -hmm, the yeah. waffle truck. Shit was fire, though. Huh? It was. But you went to Bruges? Yeah, I got their food, actually. Fire? Yeah, it was really good. That's fire. Their fries are crazy, and they had this like crazy sandwich. I forgot. It had like sausage on it, but it was crazy beautiful it was really good damn so i guess the french don't fuck everything up yeah. i actually really don't have anything against the french i just <laughs> i just don't like the way they speak with their throats but i mean hey they didn't make the language well i mean they did but like you know what i'm saying like yeah why they why do they still smoke so many cigarettes though i don't know why do they apparently paris smells like piss <laughs> yeah because they have like a fucked up sewage system or something and also like they don't wear deodorant yeah. And also, although the women don't shave their armpits and shit. It's not super romantic like they make it seem. No, it's pretty stinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, it sounds like, I don't know, it's it's unappetizing. Yeah. Yeah. No. <clears throat> no. 
But yeah, I don't know. They chain smoke a lot of cigarettes in in France, and if, I guess that's why a lot of people are so damn skinny because they just don't get hungry. Yeah, they have cigarettes instead of like a snack. But like, so did all the the all the, like the hot Cheeto girls in high school. Yeah, they'd be like, they'd have a Starbucks and like a, a vape and be like lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, shit, it works, but it's not good for you. No. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely gonna lose weight, but like, you're definitely gonna. I don't know, bro. It's not good for you for sure. Yeah, you're gonna feel that shit yeah. when you turn twenty, bro. And you're gonna fucking have a fucked up throat, be on the verge of goddamn lung cancer. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, bro. Shit sucks. You still be vaping? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on vaping? Not good. You don't fuck with it? No. Why not? It's just pointless. Yeah. It really is. Like waste of money, waste of time type shit? Yeah, waste of money, waste of time, waste of health that's not good for you. Yeah. If you don't already have an addiction to nicotine, don't. Don't start. Don't smoke. Don't fucking start. Cigarettes, don't vape, don't. Dude, try weed. It's way better. Yeah. You'll you'll feel something off of weed, and it's not nearly as bad, uh, so just stick to that. Don't even bother. Weed is hella cheap. It's natural. It grows in the earth. Nicotine was made as like a fucking pesticide or something. Mm. Like, it's super not good for you. It's not supposed to be ingested by humans. I mean, Native Americans and shit were smoking like tobacco and shit for like thousands of years so like not i'm not gonna like be mad at them or anything but that Mm -hmm. was like for spiritual reasons bro like it's not spiritual to be vaping and drinking a pumpkin spice latte (laughs) for lunch every day you know (laughs) yeah straight up so that's why i said you can feel it when you're 20 because i'm feeling it dude for sure i quit vaping several times Mm -hmm. like the first time i quit for a while was like six months something and then i vaped one time downhill immediately i was back to it like right away yeah and then i went like a good like year and a half without vaping when i moved into my own apartment and then uh and then again i got drunk or something and i was like let me hit this one time it won't do anything immediately downhill yep so now i'm at a good i don't know maybe like five months or something uh, and the thing about nicotine, bro, it's kind of like a lifelong addiction, low key. It's mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah, one hundred percent. If you, yeah, if you go back to it at all, it's just you're gonna fall down that path again. Like you said, it's not, it's not good. So if you don't do it, don't start. Don't start, guys. It sucks because, like Darno was saying, bro, you really feel it when you get older. Like, I, I don't know, bro. Like. Every time I vape, my throat gets hella, like, Mm. weird feeling, and it feels like it's getting, like, coated with, like, a layer of mucus, and it's, like, I'm always, like, like, clearing my throat and shit. It's not fun, man. Yeah, I've been going to the gym recently trying to combat that that shit, all the negative effects of it that it's done to me over the years. Yeah? What's that like? How's that going? It's cool. I like going to the gym. I feel better already, so that's cool. How long you been doing it? Like a week type shit? Uh, no, it's been like a month now. Damn! Yeah. My bad, bro. Mm-hmm. Disrespectful. No, yeah. It's just... At the start, it was like just trying to be consistent with it, but... Yeah. Got it down. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess how long we've been rolling? I don't know. 59 minutes. Damn, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, last talking point before we wrap things up, I think, uh, have you seen My Name is Earl? I don't think so. It's a good show. It's pretty funny. Is it the one with, what's his name? Jason Lee. The skateboarder dude. The dude that was in Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin! 
that dude? I think I was thinking of something else, actually. What were you thinking of? <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Wait, oh, come on, say it. Uh, he's, I forget, he's a black actor, but he was wearing the fat suit <laughs> in a movie. Do you know what I'm talking? It was like a movie from like the 80s or 90s. And he had like the, you know, generic, like 90s, super colorful outfit on. And he like had a fat suit though. So he was like, had a big old double chin. No, bro. I have no idea what you're talking I'll about. Have to, I'll have to look it up and see what it is. All right. Well, Darnell hasn't seen My Name is Earl. I've been watching it recently. It's a pretty funny ass show, low key. And uh, it's crazy how old it is. It's like 20 years old. Came out in like 2004. But mm-hmm. isn't that crazy? 2003 was 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, huh? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I'm kind of bittersweet with it because I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really feel good or sound good to hear, but it makes sense. Yeah, it it adds up. Mm-hmm. And when I do think about how much shit has happened in that time frame, like, yeah, that's 20 years, bro. A lot of shit has happened. Yeah, that's true. It's it's just wild because as a kid. I don't know. I feel like time went by pretty slow. I, I think most of that is because you really live in the moment as a child. And as you grow up, you are stressing about random shit, you know, thinking about other stuff all the time. And so you just kind of forget to be there. And so a bunch of time goes by. You don't even know. Damn, that's facts, bro. That's really true. Mm-hmm. So I guess well, all you can do is just try and be as present as possible. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, smash that fucking like button, okay? Uh, do you have any social media you want to plug? Uh, I have a TikTok for my beats. Prod Yabber. Prod Yabber. That'll be in the description. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, thank you for showing love and support. I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a blessed day. Peace out.